Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. We bless the Lord. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Good night, good morning, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here another Friday night at midnight. Glory to God. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loose. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, and sprang in, and came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the work of the Lord, the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for who you are, and we thank you for how great you are. We thank you, O oh God, that you are still God. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given unto us once more to be able to come on this prayer line to hear a word from you, O oh God. And even now, O oh God, I dedicate to service to you. I consecrate tonight's service to you, and I ask you, mighty God of Daniel, to have your way on the line tonight. Let your purpose be accomplished here, O God, and your purpose alone. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord God, I thank you, O God, that in the numbering of today, O oh God, you counted us worthy to be a part of the service. And for that, O oh God, hallelujah, we are ever so, so grateful. And Lord, even now, hallelujah, I ask that you will take full control. Lord God, do what only you can do tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I ask, O oh God, that souls will be saved. I ask, O oh God, that the sick will be healed, O oh God. Those that are in bondage will be set free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, hallelujah. I ask, oh God, hallelujah, that tonight will be, oh God, like no other night. Hallelujah. Oh God Almighty, I ask you to show up, oh God, show out, oh God, show off, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, we will be mindful to give you all the glory. We will be mindful.
hallelujah, to give you all the praise because it all belongs to you and to you alone. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray and I call it done, O God. I seal and I sign my prayers, O God, hallelujah, with your son's precious blood tonight. And I thank you, O God, hallelujah, that your divine purpose will be accomplished here in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, evangelist. God bless you. Hallelujah. Again, good evening, good evening, good evening to everyone. And thank you so much for joining us here another Friday night at midnight for our midnight, hallelujah, fire on the wire, midnight explosion. Uh, this is Simple Words Ministry. My name is Pastor Maureen Chen Daly, and I'm grateful that you've taken the opportunity to join us here tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Um, tonight, we're in for a treat, our very own. Uh, you hear her on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Minister LaShawna Burton will be bringing bringing forth the word tonight. Hallelujah. And I'm in great anticipation um, anticipation of a great word that's Amen. going to come forth. Amen. Glory to God. Um, we are here every Amen. Friday night, every Friday night at midnight. Amen. Uh, glory to God. This coming Sunday um, uh, begins our um, men's conference. Amen. And the title for this year is um, it's uh, 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 we, we we thank God for um, Prophet Joseph Smith um, and um, Evangelist Cecil Swap. The title for this year's conference is Men: What's Missing? Question mark. Then you've got a C H dash dash C H. Glory to God. And you know what comes in between there? You are uh, men. You are missing from the church. Amen. And uh, the subtitle is Strengthening Our Cords. Um, with a subtext, with a with a um, the scripture text, of Ecclesiastes four verse twelve, Amen. And so I'm looking forward. There's a great lineup. We have a great lineup of speakers uh, this year. Again, glory to God. We are missing one person um, because he's on the mission field, uh, Dr. Raymond Finlater. I think this is the first conference that he will be um, missing um, since um, the inception of the men's conference but he's on the mission field, and we thank God for him. We continue to pray for him um, on Sunday night, um, our opening night. Our very own evangelist Cassell Swap is going to lay the foundation as to um, you know uh, the message that we want to send forth uh, throughout this conference um, on Monday night. Apostle Timothy Steele will be um, passing through, and I know it's going to be a powerful, powerful word. Um, on Tuesday night, Minister Collington Daly will be coming forth with a word of encouragement as usual. Um, you know him; he is a motivational speaker, amen, glory to God in the ministry, so you know he'll be motivating not just the men, but everybody, amen, glory to God. Wednesday night, um, the very first speaker on a Friday night in this ministry, Dr. F. Demon Harris will be the speaker, um, just an awesome man of God, amen, um, I, I, I love him, I thank God for the ministry that um, God has given unto him, and uh, he's going to share um, on Wednesday night. So um, please come on out and, and hear what thus says the Lord through Dr. Frederick DeMond Harris. Um, Thursday night, 
Prophet Antonio Walker will be um, our speaker, um, our young prophet. Glory to God. Uh, we gave birth to him right here, and he's been growing, growing, growing right here in Simple Words Ministry. Friday night, um, our overseer, Dr. Benjamin Rucker, will be our speaker. We thank God for um, our daddy. Amen. Glory to God. On uh, Saturday night, um, Prophet Joseph Smith will be um finishing up the conference on a Saturday night. Amen. Uh, we thank God uh, each night. Um, the ladies will be helping out to moderate, and we thank God for all the, the ladies that have volunteered to um, to help throughout the men's conference. Um, it's going to be off the chain. Amen. It's going to be off the chain. I encourage all the ministers that are listening to please uh, share, 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 share uh, the flyer. And we thank uh, Minister Lashana Burton, um, our speaker tonight, for doing a wonderful job in designing this. This year's um, flyer, uh, she knew I did just did not have the time, the bandwidth, and she um, jumped on in and did it for us, and it looks absolutely amazing. We thank God. We thank God for a beautiful, beautiful flyer. Amen. Um, so that's next week. But after next week, for those who are listening for the very first time, our regular scheduled program and is as follows. Sundays at 9 p.m. Oh, for the men's conference, all the services will, will be at 9 p.m., including next Friday night. There will be no midnight service next Friday night. Amen. Um, service will start at 9. So Monday straight through back, uh, I'm sorry, Sunday straight through to Saturday, all uh, services will be at 9 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time nightly. Amen. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time nightly. I will do the flyer. I will do the reminders so folks don't forget. And um, in each service, we will um, we will do uh, the announcements so um, folks know exactly what's what's what. Um, but outside of men's revival, um, normally on a, a Sunday night at 9 p.m., we have our Sunday worship service. And uh, then our next service is on um, Monday night at 9 p.m., Bible study and intercessory prayer meeting. Um, glory to, did I just repeat myself? Uh, Wednesday morning at 7.14 a.m., Standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting, Thursday night at 9, we have Walking Through the Word. Saturday, uh, Friday night at midnight, we have our Midnight Fire on the Wire, Midnight Explosion. That's our regular um, scheduled program. If you want to know more about Simple Words Ministry, please go to our website, simplewordsministries.com. SimpleWordsMinistries.com, and you will get our regular scheduled programming. Amen. Glory to God. Um, but I think I'll update the site to to show this um, this this year's revival as well. Um, so welcome again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I pray. That's something that you hear um, on the line tonight will be a blessing to you and that you will come back and join us again. Amen. Uh, glory to God. We give God thanks. We give God praise. Hallelujah. At this time, let us get our hearts and our minds um, ready. Prepare as uh, we get ready for the word. Glory to God coming through. Hallelujah. God's choices. A servant, uh, glory to God, um, none other than Minister okay. Lashana Burton. But in the meantime, let us uh, get into a place of worship. Amen. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. 
to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to some and to present to others, none other than our very own, one of the pillars of this ministry, Minister LaShawna Burton, a woman of God, preach. Amen. Amen.
Father God, I ask you tonight to be with me tonight as I give this word, Father God. Father God, I ask you to bind up any distractions, Father God. Father God, I ask you to give us an ear to hear and a heart to receive tonight, Father God. Father God, right now, I just thank you for what you're about to do tonight, Father God. Father God, I just got to give you praise tonight, Father God. Father God, right now, I lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. I lift up past Marie Chen and her family up to you. And most importantly, I lift up this line, Father God. Those are here that listen, and those are here to receive, Father God. Father God, may you may this word come down directly from your glory realm, Father God. Father God, I ask every distraction to be bind up right now. Father God, as this word goes forth, let it be a healing word, an encouraging word, a living word tonight, oh God. Because this word is for your will, your way, and your glory, Father God. Because only you get the glory. Only you get the praise, Father God. And I thank you. And I pray this prayer in no other name. But your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Good evening, everyone. Good morning. And sometimes I'll just do a little bit. So good morning, everyone. I hope we are up and we're ready to receive what God has to give us tonight. So I said turn your cups up. Get your fork and your knife and your plate ready to hear this encouraging word. See, the God has put it in my heart tonight, amen. Hallelujah. That, that sometimes we go through so many things in our life and we go through struggles and we go through trials and tribulations, but the word God kept telling me all week, it is only a test. Now, if you need some Bible scripture, because I might be jumping around a little bit, but here's, you know the scripture for, I'm going, we're going to go in Proverbs. Start with Proverbs, second chapter, first verse. My son, if you accept my words and store my commandments within you, turn your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as it's for, sil- as it's for silver and search for it as it's for a hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen. So you know what God's telling us? Sometimes it's only a test. See, we got to understand that sometimes life brings circumstances that challenge us. I mean, we have things that challenge us with our family, challenge us with our careers, and now sometimes, hey, we even have a faith challenge every now and then. But you know what? I want to come to tell you tonight, it's only a test. See, I'm here to tell you that there are so many moments that we're going through you know, we can easily say those cliches that, you know what, my test is going to produce a testimony. Amen. We can say those all the time. But when we're really into it and we're really in that storm and we forget about the rest and the love of God, it, you, you, see, you don't see the forest beyond the trees. <clears throat> but what I'm trying to tell you tonight, just because you're in your situation, I am here to encourage you. Just because whatever's going on in your life right now, God is here to tell you, to help me to tell you it's only a test. See, I can tell you last week, I had, last couple of weeks, I had a test. Oh, some things that I went through, I'm telling you, I could never understand what I went through to this day. All I know, I went into a meeting 
the meeting went unscheduled into an automatic God test. I had no clue it was a test. I probably, I'm gonna be honest. I probably called my manager everything but a child of God, and told I put him on God's altar because if I don't, Lord help us. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I said. But you know, I came out that room and I'm sitting there just defeated, and I'm looking over there, and one of my um, my coworkers, he goes in that room, same unscheduled unscheduled test for him as well. We, he comes out, he looks at me, I look at him, and we look like we have been through a heavyweight boxing match. We looking at each other like, what did we go through? Why do we put ourselves? And the first thing I came in said, I got choices. And I tell anybody, I'm saying, Mm-mm, I ain't going through this no more. <laughs> but I know what I did do. Afterwards, after I called the sister Erica and probably cried on her shoulder for about 15 minutes because it was rough, y'all. And then, but when I got out my, but once I got off that phone and I thought about it, I said, you know what? God gives me a situation that I can turn, forget spending this into gold. I'm going to take this and spend this positive. I'm going to take this and turn it into platinum. And you know what God told me afterwards? This was only a test. And I'm sitting here thinking like, and honest, and then another person went in right after both of us and Needless to say, hers went worse than ours. And again, God tells me again, it is only a test. See, sometimes we see our circumstances so, we feel like we're so beyond the need of our circumstances that we see nothing but the fear, but we forget about the love of God and how he, even though our test is that we're going through, he is right there with you. Because I can tell you in that room with that particular test, he was right there in that room with me because he kept my mouth shut. Amen. And I tell these things very frank and very honestly because we go through these situations and nobody really wants to talk about them in the church. Sometimes we get into the, you know, oh, Lord, you know, the Lord's with me. But sometimes we just want to make it plain. Sometimes we struggle through our tests. And sometimes we go through things that some things that I see people go through. I just had a friend, I just had a, a a a person that I know talking about her her grandchild just stopped breathing and she beat the EMTs there and they're wondering why and she's praying and breathing life into this child and the EMTs like who are you? She says, I'm the grandmother and I'm a nurse. Get over it and realize and now the baby is fine and she realizes. It was only a test because God was with her, and the baby is doing fine and expecting a full recovery. But it was a blessing that she was there, and she realized that, God, it was a test. Sometimes we got to take our challenges of our lives, and we have to stop looking at them as the world look at them. We got to look at them in different ways. So so I have three ways that I want you to just take a concept and embrace these every single single time we get in a test. See, a test doesn't have to mean, oh, I'm in sickness and God brought this on me to prove a test. No, no, I'm not saying that at all because I don't believe God brings sicknesses on me. But you know what? I always believe this one. There will always be trouble in this world. And life itself has its own tests and trials for each and every one to go through. So we have three ways that we got to understand when we're going through these tests. We got to think about it. How do we get through these tests? How do we accomplish? How do we achieve? 
How can we turn turn our faith of God, the smallest little bit, tiniest portion of our faith, to produce the biggest mustard leaf we ever seen, or to make sure the biggest mountains go down right before our eyes? Because God is telling us tonight, it is only a test. Amen. See, first, we got to, and I'm going to give you three things. One, we got to change the way we see things, change the way that we react to things, and change the way we trust. See, we have to also, when I go into the things, we see things. We must have a, we must have vision to have the right vision, to have the right version. See, we got to stop seeing the forest before the trees. We got to think about, we got to think what is the forest all about, you guys. We got to understand, you know, if y'all, anybody know the old school when you have those periscopes where you have this little box, you see this, but you can turn it up, take it above any surface, and then turn that little dial or whatever to that the little lens so you can see all around you and above. It's kind of like what you see what a submarine has, and you know they're down immersed and and deep waters, but they can throw that thing, carry that thing right back up so they can see what's above and what's what's behind. And that's what we have to do. We have to start using our periscope with God's eyes. We have to start seeing the forest from the trees. It's kind of like when you see flowers, some people just see flowers, flowers. Like if you're looking in a kitchen and you're wondering what to, what to make, some people just see flour and salt, and you just see the ingredients. But a baker can come in and say, I see a cake, I see pie crust, I see beignets, I see this. That's how we have to take it, you guys. We have to think about, change the way we see things. Because if we see things the way we see things as the world sees things, we'll have a destitute, we will think depressive, we will be depressed. We would think that everything we have is just what we have in the now. If we change the, if we look the way the world looks, we'll have no hope. Because then every time I hear people who think like the world, all they can say, "Well, what I got left," and they have the saddest look on their face. Face, but when you with God, you get hope because you take because you understand there's a different version out there that you need to see, and you need to see the right version. See. We have to look to see with God's eyes. Ask God how to get into out of the situation. If we can't see it, let us give us the vision to see what he, he wants us to see. Because, see, we have to understand that we see things only in part. So that means why, with the, just like the periscope, we always have to understand how to look up. Because God sees the whole picture. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. We have to understand that sometimes... Just a little one. Mine was an interview. I saw only, and beyond that interview, I had to see things were better. Some people, it's a challenge. Some people have sicknesses. I know people who have been in strokes and lost the career that they once desired, and then they had to figure out what was next. I can take you a grand example. It's the guy who, uh, the, guy who uh, the former owner of Chick-fil-A, he lost everything. He was in a bed. He was paralyzed. He was learning how to walk. And the only thing he could eat was what? Those little tiny chicken sandwiches. And that was his test. 
he took those chicken sandwiches. Why that's the only thing he could eat? He turned it in. He turned that situation right there. He talked to God, and he turned that situation around. As we go forth, you guys, I want you to think about those times. If you're in a trial right now and it's test right now, think about it. God wants you to lean on him because what he wants you to see how he sees. He wants you to see how he sees because when you see how he sees, you'll see the upset. You'll see the sickness. You'll see what people are needing. You won't see their You'll see people beyond their condition so they shall be healed. You will see people as he wants you to see them so you can help them. You know, sometimes I'm really a believer that sometimes we're a solution to other people's challenges. And when we see things in God's ways, we become the solution for the challenge. See, we have to get back connected as a body of Christ, you guys. This is we are in a world that everybody's me, 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 me. But we have to understand that's why we're connected. That's the reason why the body of Christ is described as a body, because guess what? Each of us is a solution to the other people's challenge. Yes. If you're an arm, an arm needs a hand to grab hold of something. A shoulder is needed for the arm so it can rotate. If you're not hearing me, the shoulder blades, the blades and the collar are used to make sure the joints rotate and the tendons Make sure the muscles don't go out of joint. The muscles along the line strengthen the arm. As the arm goes up and down and around, you got elbows, and you have an elbow and wrist for for their flexibility and how God wants the body to move. Amen. So we have to see things differently. We have to see ourselves as solution to problems, solutions to help. We just not, we can't make this a me movement. It's a God movement, amen? That's what we need to do. We got to understand how God wants us to move in this season. As you can watch on TV, and trust me, I've turned it off for the most part. But as you watch, you you got kids ripped from their parents. And they don't know where their parents are because they are deported out of the country. You, you got fires, not one wildfire starting because got a, a cigarette butt went on the road and boop, homes are now destroyed. And they're looking for one and realizing in those times their houses mean money means nothing. Their connections are wealthy because those are pretty wealthy houses. It doesn't mean a thing. It's gone. Deeds to the house burnt up with the house. But they learn how to find solutions in each other because guess what? Now people are banding together to build firewalls to keep from the fire jumping, jumping to the jumping, so they can join together. <clears throat> I can even say even our new challenges that we have, governmental challenges that we have, is only a test. It is a test to find out where we are. How do we see things? And sometimes God is trying to get us to see the bigger picture, not the lost, but it's what's gained. You can lose everything, but you can lose everything. But if you got your soul, you got your health, you got God. You don't need nobody, nothing else. 
Because guess what? If you seek the kingdom of God, everything else shall be added unto you. He'll also say, vengeance is his, and he will repay. And sometimes we're so focused on the vengeance because we have the anger, and we have so many things going on. But he said he would repay. That means no matter where your sorrow came from, he gives you joy. Where you see, where you see, where you see, and where you've been, he'll give you what he you missed. That's the reason why he wants to turn our ears to him, understand his wisdom to him. Therefore, we will be like him. And once we change the way we see things, to get our vision right, we got to put on our God goggles sometimes to take that 2020 world vision and make it a 2020 God vision. That's what's, but also, that's still good news. Because once we change the way we see things, I'm telling you right now, it changes the way we react to things. You know, everything in life, including that, you know, we have to understand this. And this is my, per- and you know, not getting into physics and nothing, but, <clears throat> and in my best country, I also, everything in life, including the test, has a react button. You know, if you're in standardized t- testing, it has a reaction button. We're looking for a solution. When the thing gives an opposite and equal reaction, when we do a cause and effect. And so if anybody knows Newton Law and knew everything in elementary school, you learn about the cause and effect of life. And, you know, and we have to, because you do this, did this, and we can always say that, and I know everybody's listening, we would say we have a cause and effect button. And we have to understand that in that time is reaction and how fast we react to situations. But when we turn to the wisdom of God, for the Lord gives us wisdom, and out of his mouth come knowledge and understanding, and he holds success in store for the upright. He's a shield for those who walk in blameless. He, for he guards the course and protects the way of his faithful ones. And in the midst of that wisdom, it changes the way we react to things. I can tell you, going back to my situation with the interview, in my old day when I was puffed up and I had a spirit of puff upness, yes, that is true, I probably would have either A, read that man the right act, or I would have said to, myself, said to him, said, we're going to stop this right here because I am not, I, mm-mm, I don't do this. And But this time, I can tell you, I kind of like, I lo- I was sitting there as he was answering. When I mean, I'm telling you, this interview, this 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 meeting was brutal. <laughs> and I'm sitting here as he was accusing me of things and saying things and asking me absurd questions that, like, I think he should have already known the answer. And I found myself answering them as honest to the point that he was like, "You know, that's a terrible answer you just gave me." And I'm looking at him like, but it's the truth, so hey, well, let me rephrase it, but it's the truth. He said, your shoulders, he was even watching my body language and said, you came in here very chipper, you went down. I said, yes, my shoulders probably went down because I'm processing it all. And I didn't want to say anything because, again, 
I didn't want to say anything. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't run. I didn't want my mouth to write a check that I couldn't cash in that room. But and I'm saying my and I'm sitting in my older days. I know exactly what I would say to him, but that is not the right answer. But when you get God and you learn His wisdom, you understand how to. He gives you the grace. He gives you the structure. He gives you so many things. Once you emerge Himself into the Word, He'll show you how to react to things. See, what we understand, and I'm going back, and he's letting us know again, things we have, things come up to us to test, to make us react, to test our character, to test our moral standards. Because a lot of times situations are coming now, and the church is not even fully aware how bad they're failing the test, is that situations are coming up now, and the world is waiting for the church to respond. And they are there to test, they're the, they're the proctors for the test. The incentivized testing, the author is looking for the correct reactionary response and basically an answer from the participant. See, what we don't understand and we have to get back how the who the author is of this test. You know, some people, sometimes, yeah, I believe sometimes it's God, but sometimes it's man, sometimes it's your mother, sometimes it's your father, sometimes it's the people... Sometimes it's that atheist down the street. Sometimes that is that prostitute down the road. Sometimes it is the homeless guy with the sign in 102-degree weather waiting waiting for your response. See, this is why we have to let God's word, which is in the Bible, to shake us, to make our brain, to get us away from not leaning to our own. And see, what I tell you is that how we react to things can't go back. Some of us, the worst, some of us have been through so many trials and tribulations. We are saved and delivered, but we are reacting like we're so mentally conditioned to the how we used to react to things that even after we stay, we forget the part that we got to stop. We have to put a stop button, a pause button to say, hey, guess what? I don't act this way. When I am stressed, I don't grab the first thing that I use to alleviate my meaning. I don't, when I am stressed, I change those triggers. I don't go like the world goes. I don't go get, when I when something that is wrong, I don't get angry anymore. I take to a righteous anger so I know what to do and go to the word to see what I need to do next. Sometimes God's let us to have a stop button to think like, hey, you've given two choices, but you don't have to react between the two choices by ping pong. Sometimes God gives us a stop button to say, hey, what would I do? You can let walk away from a whole situation and gain everything you need. Because guess what, y'all? When we learn how to own the word and come, we make the word become a part of us. It's not just reading the Bible. It's not just reading because some of us can read every day. Mm-hmm. I know people who read that can read it every single day. Tell mm-hmm. you how to ex- tell you how to rightly divide it. But if you're not applying it so it can shape your mind, you've got to let it renew your mind. And if you don't, 
you'll still be in the same situation. That's right. That's right. You gotta let it renew it. You know, we quote the words. We're gonna let the word renew our mind and a rep. We can and I we can go until the point, but sometimes we are carnally. Sometimes our mind is seared. But if we use the word of God to open our realm of thinking and His way of thinking, He will unsear our minds and He will give us a new mind, a new mindset to transform our minds. So everything that comes through. It builds a new, as in the brain, it builds new sympathies. It brings new nerve endings. It gives you a different level of understanding. Your blood pressure will come down and never go up. You'll have better eyesight. It does everything. Trust me, I know, the blood pressure. Because then you have changed the way that you are thinking because God said he will never leave us or forsake us. So every time the the room world, you know, Every time when wars and rumors of wars that come about, you still have a peace of God that goes forth. Every time when the enemy tried to knock on your door or come in your house or sitting and sitting in your ta- sitting in your table eating your best big piece of chicken, you have the peace of God that goes with you. Amen. See, sometimes our testers, our family members, because sometimes mine was at one point, but. Sometimes we also know we're there for a reason. And how we react to things. It's not getting so super spiritual that we get our purpose while we're being there. But you allow the world, you learn to make the Bible your character. And better yet, you let God shape your character. You don't have to. He is the potter. You're the clay. Sometimes we act like he's the clay and we're the potter. And we're all, we're, it's kind of like sometimes, we act like we are sitting in the chair of the beauty shop, and still God being the sin, God being the beautician, we want to tell the beautician because you know how we do. We want to tell the beautician, no, no, don't cut my hair to the right angle because you know how I'm gonna look. If you take too much, too, too much weight off the left, and then the beautician is like, do you want the hairstyle or not? Because what you asking is not what you gonna get. Sometimes we have to give God that power. That he is not taking power from us. He is showing us how to react. He is showing us how to not react but to act. See, we understand the world teaches us how to react. But God teaches us how to act. For the Lord gives us wisdom again. And that's on the sixth verse. And from his mouth comes some come knowledge and understanding. He holds our success in store for the upright. He is a shield for those who walk blameless. For he guards the course just and of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Guess what? In verse 9, then you'll understand what is right, what is just, and what is fair. Every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart. Knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you. And understanding will guard you. <clears throat> but before all that to take place... You have to let the word shape your mind. See, God wants to transform our mentality, and if we want to transform, our, transform or be in God's transformation process, you got to take the word of God and apply it. Apply it to your life. Apply it to your heart. Kind of like a, you know, everybody who watch all these diet, all these diet plans, they say it's not a diet; it's a lifestyle. 
God is trying to tell me it's not even a lifestyle. It's life. See, I learned one thing that my God has been trying to teach me all these years, and maybe I actually would get this one. He's teaching me not how to run scared but to run smart. See, we run this race, and, you know, I can tell you all the cliches. Life is a journey, not a short walk. we got to run this race for God because we go with the preparation of gospel on our feet, and now we can all quote Paul when we get to about how we should run this race and how we should be runners. But you know what God told me? He said, I've been trying to teach you all along how not to run scared but to run smart. Because, you know, running scared like in the hood or in the neighborhood in the country is like, you see one person taking off running, you ain't asked no questions. You running right after them, and y'all running for 10 minutes and out of breath, and nobody asked a question why we running. And then when one stopped and said, hey, why are we running? One said, I'm running because you running. Why are you running? Because I heard noise, and I was told you, and when I saw Joy run, I ran too. And then you got five people running running for nothing. They all looking at each other laughing because, well, because you went and started running scared. But God said, I want to tell you to run smart. Because, see, when you are you're a conditioned and trained runner, see, it gets a little deep. See, when you're a runner, you pick the right type of shoes to run in. You can't run in a $2 Walmart canvas, flip canvas shoes when you're trying to run a marathon. You got to go break out the good stuff. You got to go get Nike. You got to go get those cross runners. Am I lying? Mm-mm. When you run and when you're playing baseball, basketball, you got to get the right. When you're playing, ba- when you're playing golf, you got to have cleats so the cleats dig into the ground. When you're playing rugby, there's a type of shoe they have to play. When you're playing soccer, there's a different type of shoe you have to play. And when you're running in a marathon, you have cross trainers in soles. You've already, if you're doing short distance, you got to have a type of arch and a step, and you got to have your form right. Because when you run, you just can't just run with your arms flapping everywhere. You got to have a form. When you run a marathon, because if you watch the New York Marathon and wonder why every Kenyan every time runs, I notice how Kenyans run. They running like they jogging, but they're the fastest jogging I've ever seen in my life. And you'll see the next couple of people going like, <sighs> running like they have lost their mind, but they keep losing ground. And then when it's time, and if you watch a real runner get a race, when they hit that last-minute mark, or whatever the last mile mark, all of a sudden they take off. And those who have lost, used their energy early, is barely making across the finish line. Hallelujah. So, God is telling us tonight, it is only a test. Stop running scared and start running smart so you can win this race. If you want to be a leader, and my thing is when God says he's give you wisdom, Ask him, and he shall give it to you. You want to be a leader? You have to learn how to let God show you how to be that leader. When you want to be the best, he'll show you to be the best. He'll put you around people. He will not make you an island. He will give you a support team. We, I mean, we're including angels in this. He got angels every day to keep our foot up, to keep us from uh uh, keep us on the right path, lest at last we dash our foot against a stone. He is with us always. Hallelujah. See, 
I learned that if I wanted to be a leader, I had to learn to lead. I had to learn to lead. If I wanted to be a teacher, I had to learn how to be taught. I learned some things in life. I learned if I didn't want to, if I wanted to be what God wants me to be, I had to submit and obey. If I wanted to be the best, I had to learn to shut my mouth up. And y'all, that's hard for me. I tell you that right now. I'm still working on that one. Sometimes you got to listen to God. Because again, once you start listening to Him, you will understand what is right and what is just and what is fair. You won't use the justice scales of the of, of your court system or the policy and bylaws of your organization. He will show you what is right. He will show you what is fair. See, what we have to understand, discretion will protect you. Understand the will will guard you. See, wisdom will save you from the ways of the wicked. Because I can tell you, everything a wicked person has leads to what? Death. It's not going to last. What God puts when God set up something, it would last a lifetime. See, from those, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight path and walk in dark ways, who delight in wrongdoing and rejoice in perversions of evil. For those paths are crooked and devils in their ways. Sometimes we got to understand it is not about what people say out their mouth, but what they walk tell them, how they react to situations, what laws that they want to want. Because I can tell you right now, it ain't about what comes out your mouth, it's what you stand for in this season that's going to help you make it. Because we got to change, and see, that leads us to the way that we got to learn how to trust. Because we we got to trust the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Because in all our ways and when we submit them to him, he will make our path straight. See, when we start trusting in him, we'll understand how his wisdom will save us from from perverseness of evil and seductiveness of word. He will let us not go. He will understand that the paths of life that these people have chosen, that these are paths of life he doesn't have for you. See, he will make us like the prodigal son and see all the ways of the world, and then we'll sit there and slop and mud with the pigs and realize when we come to ourselves, we're like, this ain't the way. This is not what God's way. And if I had trust him the first time, I wouldn't be here. But now since I know, I trust him. See, when we realize, we have to realize some ways in the adulterous of woman, her house leads down to death. Her path leads to the spirit of the dead. But that's where everybody's running to. Things that the world is having us, there are, you know, we people don't understand about when we said dead works. So we have to break it down just like this. Something, I always tell people, some money ain't good money. Some jobs ain't great jobs. Some resources, it looks good, but it's not. It will sour on your stomach. There are some foods that look that you think the spicy food and you know you got an ulcer and you eat that spicy food and you're going to be down and out in 2.2 seconds. That's how evil sometimes work with us and what paths we go down to. 
We sometimes go down these paths thinking we good, we got this, I can handle this, and I can handle this is just like one is a is with one eye open walking down a blind man's path. But I can tell you, thus you walk in the ways of good and keep the path of righteousness. For the upright will live in the land and blameless and will remain in it. So if you want something that God God is going through, God is helping us through, if you want something from him, you get to his word and let it be life to you. The Bible is a living word. It's not from dead philosophers that gave a thought. It's breathed through the living word. It's Amen. His breath every time that you turn those pages. It is his breath when you get it on digital gate on uh, on Bible Gateway and you start searching. It is his word. That's right. See y'all, we got to stop thinking the way we think and we got to get you know, we sometimes we're so obsessed about God uh, the devil came to his skill, kill and destroy. But we forget about the part that Jesus came to give us ever uh, giving us the abundant life. We got to stop focusing on our problems and magnifying our Lord. Sometimes he's given. you might be upset because you got flour, but guess what? Maybe he wants you to knock on your neighbor's door and see if they got eggs because they might be wanting flour and you've been wanting eggs and y'all both want to make a cake. We have to learn to build a way and get, you know, we have to understand those ways. We have to understand that what we have to do is change the way we see our test. You know, I have to say the one thing I did learn from working for Walmart corporate offices is that they never seen problems as problems or issues. They seen those as opportunities. And at first, any worker who works from Walmart know, or any place you may know, be like, why are you disguising this? This is a problem. Why are you disguising this as an opportunity? And then we were interchanged, like, you know, I got an opportunity. But we always still get the problem. It took me a couple years to realize, hmm, maybe they want us to stop seeing every problem you receive is not a problem, but it's an opportunity to find something new to solve it. It's an opportunity to change the way we have an issue to turn it into turn it into a challenge and turn it, therefore, turn it into a solution. They want to develop us, and we have to be developed. Maybe the God, that's what I see sometimes, that God gives us tests, because sometimes I feel like I'm in somebody else's test, and God just wants me to act right, because he wants my character to show through whatever I've been through. He wants my character to be through, be there. So when that person's watching me, because we never know who's watching us. That's right. So when that other person's watching me, he know I'm going to survive the test because he taught me how to act in the first place. It's kind of like your parents told you, don't you go that when you go over to your grandmother's house, you're going to sit on that couch and don't you run over that house you until she gives you permission. And don't act like nobody on this line ain't had that before. When you go to Miss Susan's house, she is going to offer you a cake, a slice of cake. Don't you even touch it. Unless I tell you to. And you know you see that cake, that pound cake, that you know she made just for you because she made your favorite thing and everything. you sitting there going like, Mama told me I can't even have none. And she'll tell you before you get out there, my, or tell you get out that car, 
Mm-mm, don't say I, and don't say I didn't tell you because if you tell them I said you don't have nothing, guess what you get when you get home? And you sit there like, yes, ma'am. But sometimes our parents was trying to teach us that we don't have to take everything that's given to that we need to understand sometimes people offer because they don't have it. Or sometimes the offer ain't what you're being offered. And I've learned that so much. We have to learn that through everything that God is teaching us, He te- He checks our He's He's there to strengthen us. He's there to give uh, get us back on the right path. See, if you want to say examples of how God is trying to strengthen us and these things, of we learning how to react, learning how to make transform our mind, learning how to have the reaction that God wants us to have. And we have to learn the way to trust them. I can give you two examples tonight. We're going to go with the first one, Esther. You know, her test or her strength, her test was to strengthen her, that she didn't hide her faith or who she was. But she was able to strip, but through her, through her strength, through the trials of, through the trials and through her, her courtship or um, through the process of being queen, to a nation to learn to develop her voice. She was able to strengthen a nation of people. He learned how to enable her to strengthen a nation of people. She went from being an orphan with no voice to a queen who held the king's ear. All because she held on to her faith and it was strengthening her. King David we all know the story. However, when it comes to Ted, his to me at first, I looked at it like, you know what? His test was like a multi-level test because I love reading David because David, I get insight from him. Because, you know, the best thing i ever known about David was he had a lot of gifts and he used his gifts for God. But the amazing thing was he was only he was anointed to be king, but he did so much. See, I feel like that he played, I I think about him a lot because Goliath, Goliath wasn't, Goliath wasn't a test for him. The Goliath was a test for his people to say, hey, even when the biggest bullies or when a giant comes in your life, I will have a deliverer to come and deliver you from them all. He had struggles. I love about David because even through his personal tents, he goes through them, and he may struggle, but his heart goes back to God because through his ways and through the things he struggled through. And if you read the Psalms, when he, you can tell that he knew who his God was and that he had to learn. He went to ask God for He know if he asked God for wisdom, he will give it. He know that if he wanted to pursue things in battle, he went to God first. And he he learned he God could know he could trust him when he needed him to show up for his people. Those are the tests. Sometimes we don't understand what we go through, but there's sometimes we're going through a test so other people can see and understand. David became a solution for a nation. And I love David because through his personal self test. 
He shows us that even if we fail, God is still with us. Even yeah. if we go through and do the wrong thing, yes, God has, like, you know, we focus, focus too much on the pro- God, David's punishment. But what I love about it was God didn't leave him because he went to God. When God, when he sent the prophet to him, he took the rebuke. He didn't. He didn't curse God. He didn't say, "Oh, I try." He made no. He didn't make no excuses. He broke down and repented. We have to learn those things. We got to trust God to even tell him when we messed up. We got to learn those times that even if we mess up, God is with us. We focus on how to Saul because see, we focus on so many things like, "Oh, the Spirit loves Saul," but. Saul, when he came, but we have to realize in the process of Saul, even when he messed up, Saul did not trust God. That's what happened. And I had to learn that. Sometimes when we get in our trials and tribulations, we go back to what's working. We go back, if we know how to hustle on the streets and the bills are due and we're trying to live straight, Every hustle know there's a side person going like, hey, I got your old stuff here. All you need to do this, and you'll have, and you'll be on your way. You can't live. It, it's always going to be an opportunity to turn back sometimes. But it's us that we have to learn how to trust God so that, you know, we we can say those words, okay, if you, um, if you stand up to the enemy, he will flee. The enemy enemy has so many things out there because he know where your weakness is, but that's where Jesus come in because where you weak, he is strong and he is your he is your strong tire, he is your stronghold, so he can break the strongholds of the enemy, and those are the hardest things to trust God in when you in those times where you know where if you could went you could you could go to the casino and flip a hundred dollars real quick, and when you learn to break those addictions. And those, but the lifestyle that came with it, you know, if you go into it as an addiction, or you go into that, those certain places, and you have to learn how to lean on God, so you don't get in those traps. So tonight, you know, walk with the wall, the way good. He wants to keep the path of righteousness. He wants to live the land and remain it. Because the unfaithful will be torn off. God's true to his word. We believe, we, you know, sometimes we have to get back to the basics and learn how he wants us to build our character. See, the test that we go through, it's not really, to me, it's sometimes, it's so many things that test our test, that test, because there are small tests that God presents you that can have a bigger impact that you can only have. I remember one time I'm at work and I'm looking at the policy, and a girl saying, "And I know what the situation this child was going through," and I'm because I'm sitting there crying with her, but in the midst of that, she wants me to falsify a record so that she can make sure she get her money. And I'm sitting here going like, "Girl, you know I could do that," because the moment I did it, I would be in compromise. And then I'm hearing, "Oh, she's a good man." Is good ball because again I can't make no I can't make confession. Some things just some things are just so simple that we forget about those things 
until they come up and present them. See, it's amazing how it's what we do in private that counts. And that's what God wants us to know. Only it is. Because even in your pride, He is always with you. So keep in mind as you go forth through ten, maybe this is for someone to say, hey, Hello, I got a Bible. It has 66 books. It's the most complete book. It is the complete book on earth. Crack me open sometimes. You'll find the answer to your problem. Understand, when you're going through changes and you want to turn your test into a testimony, God is not breaking you. God is strengthening you. That's right. He knows your stress. He is not there to break you. If you are broken and you're going through a test, he is not to there to keep you broken. He's putting, he's testing your weight so it's kind of like when you're doing stress testing. He's stressing the test of the floors of the house so, it's a, so if a 600-pound person jump on your floor, it won't crack. He's not trying, he's stressing, he's, Stressing to make sure you're, that you are strong and that, yes, some things you've got to turn away from. Slick talk can only get you so much. But when your character can't match your talk and your talk can't match your walk, you will still be called a fake at the end of the day. So trust in God. Lean not into your own understanding. Because whatever, because everything that you're going through tonight, as I close, is only a test. Let God guide you through it. Let God show you how to build from it so that you could turn a kill, steal, and destroy situation to a life-giving, uplifting, rebuilding, strengthening, and recovery. Because, again, it's only a test. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Just hold on. It's only a test. Be strong. The test is your storm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you once more. I thank you, God, for washing me and cleansing me from all unrighteousness. And even as you've done so, O God, by sending your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to die on the cross just for me, Lord God, I receive my forgiveness even now. And I place your daughter, your handmaiden, O God, your servant, whom you have called for such a time as this. I place Minister Lashana Burton on the altar before you even now. Lord God, I want to thank you, hallelujah, for this confirming word tonight. I ask, O God, that you'll replenish her. I ask, O God, that you'll pour back into her all that she has poured out, O God, tonight. To, O God, to get the message directly to our hearts and our minds, O God. Hallelujah. It's only a test. Hallelujah. Father, help us, O God, to realize that the storms, O God, God, that they're only a test. The mountain is only a test. The wilderness is only a test. Hallelujah. God, uh, the lack of finances, it's only a test. Uh, glory to God. The broken marriage, it's only a test. The wayward children, it's only a test. The bad report from the doctor is only a test. Oh, God, give us the strength to pass every test that we will be faced with. Mighty God, tonight I ask that once more you will re re replenish your daughter, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, let there be no backlashing spirits. Let there be no retaliating spirits against her. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone who has an ear to hear, Lord God, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will speak audibly tonight, hallelujah, this morning, so that each and every one of us, O oh God, will leave this line, O oh God, tonight, being empowered and encouraged that it's only a test. Hallelujah. And that God, once we get through, once we get through this test, hallelujah, there shall be joy, unspeakable joy, and full of glory. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Um, as you were speaking, Minister Lashona, the Lord brought something back to my spirit. Um, for the longest time, um, yeah, I know that I verbalize stuff for sometimes, but I was on, I, I was talking for the longest time that the, the, the position, the job that I was in, that it was a temporary position. I said it, but I kept going back. Um, so even though I said that it was a temporary job, I wasn't going to stay there, I kept going in. And um, God has proven to me, um, you know, in several different ways this week that, um, you know, the test was for me to have faith in him, to know that he is my provider and that he will carry me. That's all that I needed, you know, to, to, to pass that test. And, and so, you know, since I submitted my resignation from, you know, the temporary job that I was in, thank God, um, 
the doors that God is opening, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I, I don't even want to say it's mind-blowing. It's, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome, the doors that are being opened. But I had to pass the test. I had to pass the test. Um, if I stayed where I was, I know, because he said it to me tonight, if I stayed where I was, the doors that um, are being opened now would have stayed closed. They would have stayed closed until I walk in obedience, you know, and in walking in obedience, I, I you know, pass the test. Uh, glory to God. So uh, this word is um, very relevant to me personally tonight. And I thank you so much, woman of God, for bringing forth this word. Thank you for studying. Thank you for um, meditating on the word. Thank you for allowing your heart to hear God's heart so that you could bring forth this word tonight. May God continue to bless you. May he continue to replenish you. May he continue to brag on you. Hallelujah. Because truly you have passed the test and you will continue to pass the test. Glory to God. God bless you, Minister Lashana. God bless you. Amen. At this time, um, I'm going to ask if there is um, anyone who has a testimony or a praise report, a prayer request, or a comment on tonight's message. Um, you can do so at this time. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, can you hear you? Okay, praise God. Um, grace, mercy, and peace to you, beloved testimony. Grace, mercy, uh, and peace supplied on to you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Um, and God bless everyone that is on the line tonight. Praise God. Um, Minister Lashana. Uh. Praise God. I really want to thank um I want to thank God first of all for letting me be awake to hear this message. Um, amen. I amen. I haven't been able to um be up to hear um Friday night messages for uh for some time now and um but for whatever reason I had a massive headache this evening and um basically knocked out for like four hours and woke up right around 10 o'clock and I'm wide awake right now. So um, so I'm thanking God that whatever the circumstance, he allowed me to hear this message tonight. And um, as I was listening to your message, um, I have to say, I'm, I'm so glad that I heard it. I'm so glad I, I heard it. Um, I heard it from a place of realness. I heard it from a place of um, being unapologetic for going through something and recognizing that um, even sometimes we think the the situation doesn't make sense what we're going through, but mm -hmm. uh, it takes wisdom to understand that it's a test. Praise God! And and when you have wisdom to understand that it's a test, then you have the then God will give you the patience to go through it so that you can have a testimony. Praise God. And and hearing your message tonight, 
uh, reminded me that when you are a believer, every circumstance that you go through is a test on some level. Praise God. And it might not be some major spiritual um, thing that you have to go through to graduate to the next level, but sometimes it's just a test of your consistency or a test of your commitment or a test of your faith, you know, and and um, just because we, it, it might seem like, it might seem like something that is not, um, not of great importance doesn't mean that it doesn't still have an effect on us. So I want to bless God for you for bringing forth such a clear word um, and such a timely word also because each of us goes through tests every single day of our lives. And um, and the, the value in going through these tests is recognizing what they are and uh, and why we go through them. And it's always for the reason of bringing God glory and, and, and um, maturing and perfecting us. So I want to bless God for you and, and pray that God continues to give you the wisdom to to bring forth messages like these and yes. to encourage your spirit as you go through what you have to go through as well. So God bless you, my sister. Amen. I agree. I agree. Amen. God bless you, Evangelist. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Anyone else? Amen. Praise the Lord, Pastor Marie. Amen. Give God the glory. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, God. Uh, just want to thank uh, Minister Lashana for that word this evening. Um, I thank God for that word for the reason that we're always in a test, and it's really our response to the test that matters. And uh, when we think we're going through something, we have to just reflect upon Jesus Christ. He had the ultimate test, and he passed the test. Uh, so I just thank God for what she, she gave this evening and shared her personal, you know, things that she was going through and uh, that we're always going to be going through. We're never stopping in the midst of a test. We're going through and we're passing. So I just give God praise for that word. I pray her strength and that she will continue to, to move into the things of God. And I'm just excited to be up tonight and on the um, Simple Words prayer line. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. Pray to God with best everyone who's on and continue to strengthen you in God. Amen. 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 God bless you. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, Pastor Ring. Is that Sister Isetta? That's Sister Isetta. <laughs> hey, my lovely lady. How are you? Okay, and yourself? I am doing good. It's good to hear your voice. Very good to hear you. Minister Lashama Burton, that was on time word. Uh, Ask the test. <laughs> it's only a test. And the many tests that I've been going through, uh, I'm not ashamed to say I've had, I failed a lot of them. But tonight I have learned how to go through to come out. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that word on tonight. 
Amen. Pray God's Amen. blessings on you. That he continues to use you in the areas that it's needed. And that was one area that was needed. So God bless. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Sister Isaiah. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Pastor Maureen. Give God praise. Uh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Greetings to everybody on the line. Praise the Lord. Um, Sister Lashana, I just want to tell you that that was a blessing. I thank God for using you so mightily to encourage us and to remind us that it's just a test Mm -hmm. when we go through. Thank you for preparing. Thank you for allowing God to use you and for you to open up and share your personal testimonies. I thank God for your transparency. And I just believe that as we continue to allow God to lead us and guide us, that whatever test we are going through, that we will always pass the test. And we're strengthened by the test. And it would, thank you for reminding me that no matter what it, you know, what it looks like, it's just a test. It's only a test. Thank you so much. God bless you. I pray that God will replenish you, that he will refill you and he will renew you, that even after you get off the line tonight and you rest, that God will just strengthen you and you'll be ready tomorrow again to do what God has called you to do. God bless you so much. Thank you for really pouring out tonight. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Dr. Rucker. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good night, Pastor. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Good night. Good night, Overseer Rucker. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, man of God. Hallelujah. Again, I must say thank you again, Sister Lashana, for that wonderful word. You know, one of the parts that blesses me is when you're saying that, you know, like we're in a marathon, we're running, and you have to be equipped. You know, uh, as you were saying about you know, somebody running in a race, you cannot wear any little type of, uh, you have on your running shoes. You know, and, uh, you know, and the Bible tells us, you know, our feet should be shut with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And so that's how we're going to be successful as we run this race of life, this marathon. You know, we have to run with patience. <laughs> the, apostle, the Apostle Paul said, this race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. So, you know, we are running this race, you know. Let us not give up as Christians. So let us continue to run and be not weary. Mm-hmm. You know, we should not be weary in well-doing, the Bible said. But we should be strong. Run, run, run with patience. And as you were saying, you have to run smart. <laughs> yes. 
So we have to run with sense as as we run this race. Yes, we are running to reach the goal. And we will if we just keep on persevering, keep on going. Yes. Of the Lord, God Almighty, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, sister, I continue to study the Word of God and continue to live for Him and walk with Him. God bless you, bless you, and continue to use you and to strengthen you day in and day out. Thank you very much. God bless. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, Evangelist. God bless you. Anyone else? A prayer request, a comment, or praise report? I would like to say just thank you for everyone for your encouraging words because it really uplifts me. And I just got to give God praise. Uh, I've been a part of this ministry for, I mean, it just seems like I've been there forever, but I've been a part of this ministry a long time, and I just love Simple Words Ministry, and I'm just glad tonight I was honored to just give us the uplifting word because things we go through is just a test, and I just want to thank everyone. Just, I just, It makes me feel so good that, you know, I want to be that person that can help people and reach people. And just, just y'all just said, just, you know, y'all like family to me. So it's like me giving everybody a big hug to say thank you. Amen. And I'm sending you a big one just to thank you for this, um, you know, like I said, uh, um, confirming word, on time confirming word tonight. Thank you for um, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit to bring forth the right word at the right time. May God continue to pour out his anointing upon you. May he continue to use you um, for his glory, use you for his purposes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, glory to God. Um, Just a reminder, saints of God, that this coming Sunday, Sunday night, um, uh, um, glory to God, August 12th, amen, this coming Sunday marks the beginning of our 2018 men's convention, amen, strengthening your cords. Saints of God, um, please invite your fathers, your brothers, your uncles, your cousins, invite everybody to come out um, this coming Sunday night as we launch the 2018 Men's Convention. Uh, Glory to God. Um, Also, let me, since um, it's not just ministers that are registered for um, Orlando, for those of you who submitted um, your your registration for Orlando, um, you should by now receive an email. Check your email, an email from Minister Lashana with instructions um, as to how to secure your room. Your room is paid for if you did send
send your your um if you did enter your credit card information in the form, your room is paid for, so don't worry that you're going to have to pay again. Just follow the instructions that have been given to you in the email. Um, you know, call the number that's been given and um, confirm that it is you and that um, you know yes, you are you did request to book the room. Amen. Glory to God, and everything will be okay. So nobody's going to lose their money. Nobody's going to lose out on their room. The price is still $58 for the four days and three nights. Um, you just need to call the number that has been provided. If you did submit um, your registration for your room and you did not get a confirmation, please um, contact Minister um, Lashana Burton or myself, and we will get the, um, the information the correct information to you and let and and also confirm that your room is booked amen glory to god so that's that for um our conference which is will be on september 14th and 15th i believe glory to god um so if you have not registered as yet, um, you still have time. Um, go to our website, simplewordsministries.com, so that you can um, be booked and, um, you know, we'll be at um, convention this year. It's going to be an awesome time. Amen. Glory to God. Um, on that note, um, I'm going to do a quick two-minute um, uh, prayer to close tonight, I am exhausted. I am physically exhausted. I'm loving what I'm doing, but I'm physically exhausted right now. And I, if I keep, if I stay up any longer, I'm going to be babbling a whole lot. And you don't, you don't want that. Amen. Glory to God. So again, I want to thank everyone for um, being here tonight. I truly appreciate you. I thank God for each and every one of you at this time. Let us close in prayer. Hallelujah. Most righteous Heavenly Father, even now as I come before you once more, I ask, O oh God, that you will wash me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Mighty God of Daniel, I place each and every individual, O oh God, that's on the line tonight. God, you see and you know every need because you said in your words, before we call, you will answer. While we're yet speaking, you will hear. And Father, I ask that you'll meet, oh God, each and every person at their point of needs tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, thank you once more for Minister Lashana Burton. Thank you for using her, oh God, to bring forth, oh God, this um, life-empowering word tonight, oh God, that we don't need to uh, uh, give in to the test, oh God, but Lord God, it's okay for us to embrace the test and pass the test, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, I thank you for our overseers, Dr. Benjamin and Dr. Angela Rucker. I thank you for our apostle, Apostle Desiree Robinson. I thank you for all the uh, ministers that you've placed 
here in Simple Words Ministry, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for our children, our spouses, oh God. I thank you for all the ministries that connect to us on a regular basis, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, I pray that you'll continue, oh God, to use a Simple Words Ministry as a beacon, oh God, as a light, oh God, that will point, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, the, your lost children home to you, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Oh God, even now, I pray for the upcoming uh, men's revival, oh God. I pray, Lord God, that souls will be saved, the sick will be healed, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless your holy name. I thank you for all that you've done, oh God, in Simple Words Ministry and all that you will continue to do in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Lord God Almighty, uh, God, you know every request, oh God Almighty, hallelujah, and I'm asking, oh God, that you will meet us at our point of needs tonight in the name of Jesus. Have your sweet way, oh God, as we get ready to depart from this line. I pray, mighty God of Daniel, that um, you will remain with us, oh God, and you will also remain on this line, oh God. Let your spirit never depart from this ministry, oh God. So And so, Father, I rededicate Simple Words Ministry to you. I reconsecrate Simple Words Ministry to you, oh God. Continue to use it for your purposes and your purposes alone in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, for those who are sick and afflicted tonight, I thank you, oh God, that you're still Jehovah Rapha. I thank you that you're still the bomb in Gilead. I thank you, oh God, that you're still the healer. Lord God, for those in need, oh God, those who are lacking whatever it is tonight, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, mighty God of Daniel, provide for your children in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you're still our peace in the midst of every storm, O God Almighty, reminding us that it's only a test in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you once more. I give you all the praise. I give you all the honor. I give you all the glory. And Father, I pray in the only name that I know how to, O God, tonight, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yehoshua HaMashiach, the Holy One of Israel. And I thank you, O God, for hearing and answering in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We we bless God. And um, remember, um, remember, um, Sunday night, please join us. Amen. Sunday night um, for our, um, the, the beginning of our men's revival. Um, glory to God. On that note, may the good Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree and I declare that no weapons formed against you shall prosper, and any tongue that dares to rise up against you is already condemned. I decree and I declare that you are the head and not the tail. You are the lenders and not the borrowers. You're blessed in your coming. You're blessed in your going. And every day of your lives, hallelujah, you experience the uncommon favor of God. Have a wonderful night. Sleep with God's angels. I love you guys. Take care. God bless you. Good night, everyone. Bye. God bless you. Good night. Bye. Good night, everyone. God bless. Love you all. God bless you. Good night, you. night everyone. God bless. God bless, God bless.
Goodbye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.